At night, here I often dream of my parents. They are good dreams, and I wake happy and refreshed, although nothing very important happens in them. We will be sitting on the porch in summer, drinking iced tea and watching our Scotty dog, Jordan, lope across the front yard. Although we talk, the words are pale and dreamy, unimportant. It makes no difference. We are all very glad to be there, even my brother, Ross. Now and then, Mother laughs or throws her arms out in those great swoops and arcs when she talks, her most familiar gesture. My father smokes a cigarette, inhaling so deeply that I once asked him when I was young if the smoke went down into his legs. As is true with so many couples, my parents' temperaments were diametrically opposed. Mother ate life as fast as she could get her hands on it. Dad, on the other hand, was clear and predictable and forever the straight man to her passion and shenanigans. I think the only great sadness in their relationship for him was knowing that although she loved him in a warm, companionable way, she went all out in adoring her two sons. Originally, she had wanted to have five children, but both my brother and I had such difficult births the doctor told her having another child would be a deadly risk. She compensated in the end by pouring the love for those five kids into the two of us. Dad was a veterinarian, still is a veterinarian. He had a successful practice in Manhattan when they were first married, but gave it up to move to the country right after his first son was born. He wanted his children to have a yard to play in and the safety to come and go as they pleased any time of the day. As with everything else in her life, my mother pounced on the new house and tore it limb from limb. New paint inside and out, new wallpaper, floors stripped and sealed, leaks stopped. When she was done, she had created a solid, amiable place with more than enough room, light, warmth and security to assure each of us this was a home as well as a house. All that and two little boys to raise. Later, she said those first two years in the house were her happiest. Everywhere she went, either someone or something needed her, and that is what she thrived on. With one boy in her arms and another clinging to her skirt, she telephoned, cooked, and hammered the house and our new life there into submission. It took a few years, but when she was done, things both worked and gleamed. Ross was starting school, she taught me how to read, and every meal she put on the table was tasty and different. When she felt we were all taken care of, she went out and bought the dog for us. My brother Ross quickly turned into an eager, curious kid who, at five years old, was already supremely naughty. The kind who does ghastly things but is constantly being forgiven because people think the act was either accidental or cute. When he was a toddler, he used to scour the house looking for new things to poke into or take apart. Over the years, he moved through tinker toys, silly putty, and erector sets like an express train. Much against my dad's wishes, mother bought him a wood-burning kit for his sixth birthday. He used it properly for a couple of weeks, spelling his name on any piece of scrap wood he could find. Then he spelled Ross Lennox on an oak armchair. Mother spanked him and threw the burner away. She was like that, very determined and sure that the only way to raise children was to love them all the time notwithstanding the necessary smack now and then when they deserved it. No excuses, no apologies. If you did it, you got hit. Five minutes later, she was hugging you again and would do anything in the world for you. I must have understood her way very early in life because I was rarely hit. But not Ross. God, not Ross. The reason I'm mentioning the episode is that it was the first time the two of them really knocked heads over something. Ross burned the chair, Mother spanked him, and threw the thing in the garbage. When she was gone, he took it out of the garbage and carefully burned holes in the bottoms of her expensive new leather boots.